Hi, everybody, and welcome to the episode of The Black Umbrella. It is Thursday, and before we get this episode started, I wanted to give you guys a little preview into a book that we've all been reading recently. It's a book called In Case You Forgot, written by dear friends and listeners Frederick Smith and Chaz Lamar. We'll all actually have the opportunity of interviewing the authors in the last week of June. We're not sure what days yet, but we'll keep you guys tuned in and ready for that episode. Um, But before we get started, I just want to read a little excerpt from the book and let you guys know where to buy it. So um, the book is about two newly single black, queer and socially aware men that have packed up to start again in love, career and life in the West Hollywood neighborhood of Los Angeles. As Zaire and Kenny undo the significant relationships of their past, they hope new opportunities, energy, mindsets and connections will reinvigorate what is missing in their lives, drama and all. And we will have a little preview about Zaire and Kenny in next week's episode. But until then, please go and cop in case you forgot. Now, in case you forgot, it's not out yet, but it will be out on June 11th. However, you can go and pre-order the book at boldstrokesbooks.com. That's boldstrokes with an S, books with an S dot com. And go ahead and follow the authors on Twitter. Fred's going to be at FSmith827 and Chas is going to be at CHZ Cruise for updates on the book and more. It's an amazing read and we recommend it to you. So now let's get on with this damn show. Hey guys, it is Thursday again, and today's word of the day is resurge. It means to rise again. Hmm. Like it's Jesus. A verb. He rose again, didn't he? Third yeah, day, yeah. right? Three yep, days that's right. Amen. Hey, I just find man. some gospel in this truth. Amen. That's the gospel. Truth. Wow. Okay, the sentence that was given is, if you have lost your mojo or motivation, be patient. Hopefully, it will resurge. Huh. Huh. Let that be a sentence for all y'all that are doubting yourself. Resurge. So okay. resurge is the word. The word resurge. is resurge. Resurge. I love it. Anybody have a sentence? Wes? Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> And we're going to okay, refer um, that back to you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. There has been a research of trade in West Hollywood within the past oh, God. year. Yes. <laughs> and it has been interesting. Mm. Influx. Mm, that's My another goodness. word right there. Okay. Yes. Wow. Frenchie? Okay. Um, I'm going to need there to be a resurgence. In my finances, mm. that's what I need. Mm. I need oh. a resurgence in my bank account. Ask and you shall receive. Okay. Mm-hmm. So y'all can go ahead and cash at me. My cash. <laughs> <laughs> my cash app is. No, but for real. <laughs> right. No, no, but, no but like for real though. But, <laughs> but really. Mm-hmm. Mika. Um, if you are an artist and you feel like you have lost your spark, do not fret. It will resurge, okay? You will get that that artistic ability back. It's always been there. You're just, you know, having a little downfall right now. Bump in the road. Yeah, mm. a little bump. Hiccup. <laughs> oh, hi. <laughs> Perfect. Yep. 
Perfect. <laughs> How's everyone doing this Thursday, huh? Y'all good? Y'all Gucci? And I'm not talking about Maine. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. How are you guys doing? Are you guys okay? Hmm? You smell good? Hope you do. I mean, y'all two in the room. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> um. I'm fine. <laughs> I, thought you were talking about the, I thought you were talking to the audience. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> do I smell good? Don't answer that because y'all some motherfuckers. <laughs> y'all will say some shit. <laughs> wow. I haven't taken a whiff. <laughs> right. Mm. Um, what are we paying dust this week? Oh, what am I paying dust this week? That is a good question, isn't it? First thing that comes to mind when you think of shit that just annoyed you. I'm paying dust to there not being a resurgence of money in my bank account. (laughs) (laughs) I love how we're tying these words of the day in with our paying dust. You know, we've been doing a lot of that lately. We've been getting that shit on. Listen, it is a thing. Well, that's a great thing to pay dust to. Nika, what you paying dust to? I'm going to pay dust to people that think they know you. Uh. Mm, didn't we just tell y'all last week? You don't in our song that you don't know. <laughs> we don't know Me. you. Okay, listen. If, if, if we need to put that song on iTunes, uh, <laughs> y'all liked it clearly. Y'all right? was into it. Okay, listen. <laughs> you don't know us. Okay, don't mm-mm. think that you do. We ain't got much shit in common. We ain't got no shit. In, okay, you okay. know. Listen you know to the last song. week's episode. You know the track. Listen to you the track. Okay. Listen to the track, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Point is, you don't know me. You don't know so me. So I talk you do. Don't mm-hmm. even. Well, I'm gonna pay dust to sweeping ass bitches. Sweeping? Yeah, listen. I'm listening. <laughs> There are motherfuckers who will spend so much time sweeping. Oh. And I'm talking about sweeping the fuck out of their floors, right? Okay. But okay. I thought this was gonna be a But guess what? But guess what? Too. But guess what? Okay. They don't they don't really mop much. They don't uh, mop their right. floors and uh-huh. you ever swept your floor before? What do, what does sweeping get? I mean, it, get, it, gets it, up. Just dust? Gets, it just gets the dust mm. everywhere and the food or whatever off the floor. It does. Oh, yeah. It does. Mm-hmm. So I drop my Thanksgiving plate on the floor and I'm sweeping up. Mm. Okay. What's going to be left behind? Smudge. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's going to get that smudge up? Dirt. Mm. Oh, a mop. But mm. it's going to get dirty before yeah. you. Yeah. If you don't tend to it right away. Right. Mm. But what's going to get it up? A mop. <sighs> <laughs> Wow. And you see, <laughs> wow. some of y'all hoes don't be mopping. <laughs> <laughs> Metaphor. <laughs> I'm tired of surface level shit. Y'all sweeping it under the rug. So it wasn't metaphor. We were acting right. like okay. it's not there and thinking that you can just live life willy dilly, nilly nally. Willy dilly, nilly nally? And you just aren't going <laughs> to deal with it, right? Okay. Just not going to deal with it. And then guess right. what? One day. You get to that same spot, you see those little stains, you're like, damn, I remember that time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> if I would have mopped, if I would have dealt with it, uh, if right I would have mopped. <laughs> imagine a honey bun. <laughs> you drop a honey bun on a hot day on your floor. <laughs> and, you glaze sweep, is and you sweep that bitch up. Guess what's going to be underneath it? The glaze is still going to be on the floor. Now, you have an option. <laughs> 
Are you going to mop that glaze up? Oh, my goodness. Am I in church? Or are you just going <laughs> right. to let that shit just be there <laughs> and just sit and just accumulate, Tell get them. bacteria, it's germs. like an old Negro spiritual. You know? It really does. You need to take some time. Take some TLC. Use your mop. That is mm. my advice for our listeners this week. Okay. Please use your mop. Stop sweeping. That was sweeping. a black umbrella proverb. <laughs> <laughs> Stop <laughs> sweeping. Sweep and then mop directly after. Don't wait to mop because then it's going to settle in. It's going to be mm. there. You don't want that. Mm. You want to stick. That's going to oh, stick. Gonna stick. Mm. You want to make sure you sweep your shit and mop it up so it can be crystal clear. Ding. Mm. Pristine. Clean. Pristine. Okay. My goodness. So that's my pay a desk. <laughs> I'm paying desk to sweeping ass bitches because all you do is sweep. You don't mop. You don't take care of the business. The business, you don't get rid of the shit. And if you don't get rid of the shit, it's always going to be there's gonna be stains everywhere. Who wants to deal with stains for the rest of your life? Do you? No. no, no. no. All right, then. Mm-mm. That's my pay a desk. I love a good proverb. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's what that was. That was so it. Good. Oh, oh shit. my goodness. Wow. <laughs> Felt so strongly, I dropped my agenda. <laughs> wow. Mm. And at that, we're going to go ahead and head on over to Liquor Lane with Nika. <laughs> hey. Come down the lane. Come down the lane. Wait, Liquor is this lane, a, lane. Is this a circus? A circus? That's what I was like. Is that well, the one that say, looks like it a says circus? Behringer Brothers makes me think of like Ringling Brothers mm. or, you know. Brawner Brothers. Yeah. Two different hold. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay. Brother, <laughs> brother bear. <And> that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Brother bear. We're please. taking it there. Please. Okay. Okay. What's the wine of the day? Beringer Brothers. Amen. Bourbon barrel aged red wine blend. Aged 60 days. Okay. Mm. Vinted, bottled, and cellared by the oldest continuously operating winery in the valley mm. let's make shit stretch <laughs> don't they <laughs> okay the only the, the longest the, the oldest the only the longest the strongest because it's not the oldest from the valley no. it's the oldest continuous <laughs> okay and the longest and the strongest okay, okay. this is <laughs> the year mm. california 2016 okay ah mm. yeah behringer brothers honors the roots Planted by two pioneering men after a westward journey across a young America. Because mm. they've been here a long time, guys. They're young. They're, okay? They're old now. They're old now, oh. but back Probably then. Dead now. Oh, they are dead, definitely. Because if America was young, damn. <laughs> <laughs> they did. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, my Their gosh. legacy lives on in the hands of fifth-generation winemaker Mark Beringer aged 60 days in American oak bourbon barrels, this bold red wine blend has flavors of black cherry, toasted coconut, oh. and dark caramel with a smoky finish. Ah, Wow. <laughs> well, I can't wait to taste. I haven't even tasted it yet. Me neither. Okay. Have you tasted it? No, I have not, but let's get well, down to let's it. Go, y'all. And rate it out of five glasses. Pick up your wines. Wines and hands. Go ahead and do your 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 swishel your swishel 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 it around. Not swish, swishel. Okay, swishel. It's a mix of swish and swivel. Give us a little taste. Taste. Go ahead, sniff. You know, sniff it. Sniff on. 
Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh. Yeah. Oh, he's already sipping. Okay. Fucking okay. alcoholic. Take take that take that air in and mm. sip. Hmm. Shit. Well, wait a minute. Well, mm. <laughs> hold on. Do the brothers have another brother? <laughs> Do they? <laughs> I need to. I need to talk. Oh my goodness. I need oh. to talk. Oh, this is oh, this is this is mm, sexy this wine. This is smooth. This is so smooth. Mm. Hey. <laughs> look mm. at look at you. Wow, Marringer brothers. Let me tell you. Wow, something. have they been this good since 1876? I mm-hmm. mean, they must have been. 1876, and they just aging finer and better. Mm. That's some good shit. Mm. Wow. Oh yeah, y'all got to cop that. Yeah, mm-hmm. go cop that. Wild. That was our first time yes. having that one. Wow. Bar- okay. Behringer Brothers. Yes. Behringer Bros. Do you guys rate it out of five glasses? Mm, honey, that's a five. five. That's a five. It okay. Is. What are you? What are you five. getting? What notes are you I'm getting sweating. on your tongue? Yeah, it's actually. It's ma- I'm hot. <laughs> it's making me <laughs> sweat. I took one sip and like I'm hot. Like this is this is a very sexy wine. I like this. Let's have a can have a good night. Yeah, oh. like this, like or one of the know, brothers. You know, yeah, <laughs> like you know, when people be like, "Oh, I'm just gonna have a little nightcap." This is a nightcap wine. Mm. Okay, yeah, look it's good. It's so like good. your fifth sip. That it was low, that looked low. He looked like a goat. Right? <laughs> no, no, that wasn't that a last sip. Last one. He's gulping. Hey, ma'am. <laughs> Gulp it down. You gotta have some of that. Mm. That's yeah. good. Nope. Mm, What's your notes, yeah, Wes? What What you getting? Mm, what you getting? I'm come getting. Come on, come on. Greatness. Oh. Greatness. Oh, success. Oh, okay. Mm. Okay. It's amazing. Rich bitch vibes. I love it. Okay. I need more of it. Okay. All and right. you know what? I think we're hitting the mark with the bourbon barreled wine. I think oh, so too. Oh yes, because a thousand yeah, stories, a thousand stories is, is also bourbon barreled. And that, that just may that be that our might be, wine. Okay, yeah. That may be our wine. You know. Yeah, those might be our top two. Hello. Do you own a wine company that specifies in bourbon barreled wine? White. We yes, want do. it. Go ahead and hit us at P.O. Box. <laughs> we don't have a P.O. Box yet, but. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. You know. It's okay. Hit us at our email. Hit us at our, you know, let us know. We might need to get a P.O. Box if y'all want to start sending some wine. Because we're going to be right here with it, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm. What do you rate it? You said five? I got five. Yeah, five on it. Mm. Nika? <sighs> Can somebody play five star chick? Oh, <laughs> I just had an epiphany. Chick. I need to go to Tiffany's. <laughs> Cindy's on my slippers and my cookies always slippery. Ooh. I don't need help. I pay the bills on time. Ooh. So I be yelling, fuck up with a dildo sign. <gasps> pay your little mama, you a three star. I ain't sleeping when I say I'm in my dream car. Oh, <laughs> the ice stutter. I wrote your wife in Barbie. I'm hot. I think it's time I put the rice in. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, five stars. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, five stars. Nikki Degopage. Nikki Degopage. Goodness. Oh, Frenchie, what are we doing for the birds? I need to open a window. It's, it's a little hot. God. It is a little. Hot. This is for sure. You know how people say, "Oh, I got me a liquor sweater." Mm. <laughs> this liquor. wine, this wine sweater might be a little bit better than a liquor sweater. Anyways, we're gonna go ahead and slide on into for the birds, uh, and we're gonna start it off with the most <laughs> booming. 
we're gonna start off with the most booming meme right now the spongebob meme hello like hello so it's been everywhere on twitter people (laughs) are taking this like picture of spongebob where he just he has on like this hat and he's holding out his hand he's like holding a purse (laughs) with like with um with like heels on yes and they're just some lipstick or lip gloss yeah with lipstick and they're just taking it and running with it it's been running some say and uh like they're they're um they're placing him like in different places around the world and adding music to them (laughs) so like for instance there's one that says um when i'm at panera and i order um a baguette and it has spongebob like in front of the eiffel tower or something like that he has on like a little polka dot dress and uh and like a little a little beret and a little red uh like a little red purse yes. and there's like french music in the back yeah and there's one with Nicki minaj <laughs> and it says when i pull up <laughs> when i pulled out the pink lamborghini just to race <laughs> sitting in a pink <laughs> lamborghini <laughs> Y'all know whatever I saw that mean. I didn't even see the SpongeBob. <laughs> it took me a minute to catch him in the car. I said, well, it looks like SpongeBob's supposed to be in this meme. And then I looked closer. I said, oh, he's, he's in the, in the car. car. <laughs> they had SpongeBob in the pink Lamborghini. Tinted. Tinted right, with windows. Tinted windows. Oh, my God. You guys. Uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. I feel like SpongeBob is just the pot of gold when it comes to memes like yes. they're always bringing some type of spongebob meme into light so and you can pull so many because spongebob's been on so long yeah yeah it's kind of like, a, like a show yes definitely it's a staple do you guys have like a favorite a favorite do. one mine was the one where it was the spongebob is in the pizza parlor and on club penguin oh yeah <laughs> waiting for his boy it was like me <laughs> in the pizza my, parlor waiting for my boyfriend yes <laughs> Oh my god! Club Penguin used to be my shit. I used to have so yes. many girls on Club Penguin. Okay. I was, you know, I was a pimp on Club Penguin. Oh. My Club Penguin name was Pop Pop Twenty Two. It was. I oh. remember. We and we used to be on it together. together. <laughs> we used to be on it together. <laughs> I used to have girlfriends oh come gosh. to my little igloo. You mm-hmm. know, Ooh, bring them puffle? back with my puffles or two. Okay, I had puffles. Or two. Excuse me. I mean, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was that one day where Club Penguin let you have everything. Like it was like a, like a um, like a uh, upgrade like oh, pack, yes. but it was like for one day with everything was just free. Yeah, honey, mm-hmm. I updated my igloo. I had a big old igloo. I had TVs. <laughs> I had a fireplace. I had some puffles around around. I had everything. Oh my god! Ooh, he got money. Right. It was clearly. <laughs> I loved Club Penguin. You guys have a favorite? Mine was the one. That I sent to um the group chat when they put acrylics on him and some lip gloss and a mole. <laughs> oh my god! And I she was like, like, that honey looks cocaine. like honey cocaine. I look <laughs> just really like him. They really put acrylics on SpongeBob. That and the wig. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! <laughs> that was just so. F- I've. There's been so many though. I love these memes. Uh, um, I think my favorite is the one. Hmm. the club penguin one yes. but it said it was like me waiting in the dojo for someone to come fight me oh, oh my god <laughs> and he had on the little robe yes ready that that one and um and the one where um where they 
they put him as Jasmine Masters. And oh, 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 oh yes, yes. And I, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> I love that one. It's so funny. They fully recreated it. Really though, it was amazing. It was amazing. I love SpongeBob. Thank you for Me the too. memes, man. Thank you, SpongeBob. Uh. <laughs> now. <sighs> We have, you know, it's above me. I'm <laughs> sorry, but it's, it's above, above me. me. There's a Best Western next door. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there it's was this guy me. on Twitter, <clears throat> um, Craig No Friday, and he was at work, and this white woman comes in and called him a nigger on the phone with a hard er with a hard uh. er, and then came into the establishment trying to get a room and basically he kind of just like recorded the interaction between the two of them and she was trying to put on this whole sob story like please please my grandma just died and i just really need a room and he's just like well i understand that but But it's above me you 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 called me a nigger so it's above me i'm sorry it's above me i can't do anything there's a best western there's a best western next door please please but but my my whole family's here my daughter's here Mm. there's a best western next door Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's how we should handle situations in life okay always always what is the point in going back and forth with an ignorant person Mm. about something they said to you when you're when you are the person that has the upper hand in the situation, just be like, mm, it's above me. Sorry, can't help you. They always yep. want to take because it back they all, they, they all, wanted something. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They always need your help directly after. So, mm, sorry. Sorry. Mm, it's Listen, above, it's above me. That's a show full of sermons. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> the moral mm. story is handle your situations in life this way. Mm-hmm. It's above you. It's above it's you. It's above you now. Please do not stoop to anyone's level because they've already had a level of ignorance that I can't even get to. Mm. All I say is it's above me. Mm-hmm. And I choose to not participate in your coonery, in exactly. your foolery. Exactly. Racist. Foonery. Simple. Mm. Yeah. Resurgence. <laughs> <laughs> Resurgence. Mm. So there's this YouTube couple. They had a baby. Boop. And a blessing. What a yes. blessing to have a baby. You know, the um the girl she she's mixed black I think she's black and white. Do you know their um, names? The YouTube couple's name? No. Okay. I didn't give it that much attention to even get to researching and looking at videos. I didn't want to be mad. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> um these videos that they've been floating around on Twitter. Um so there's this YouTube couple, you know, the girl, she, she's a very, 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 very light-skinned, mixed black woman. Mm-hmm. And her husband, I believe, is a dark-skinned black man. Okay? Yeah. They go ahead and they have this baby. This baby is a few hours, maybe not even a few hours at that point, fresh out the coochie. Okay? She's holding the baby in her arms. And she looks down at the baby and she says, oh, you have brown eyes? Oh, I thought you were going to have pretty eyes. What happened? Mm. I thought you were going to have pretty eyes like me. Right. When I came out, I had blue eyes. But right. You have brown eyes. And your nail beds are darker. So that means that you're probably going to be dark just like your dad and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Just complaining yeah. about the baby. Disappointed. And they, they were going on and on like, Oh, no, I think she's going to yeah, be she dark. Going, oh, like, she was very, very, like, 
upset. Yeah, and that, then her man's like, like it's okay, babe. Like it's mm-hmm. like she's beautiful. The nurse, <laughs> the was nurse. Like, yeah, and the nurse was you like, have a beautiful the nurse was like, baby. you have a beautiful baby. Yeah, the nurse is like, but and she's, her man's just recording and stuff. Yeah, the nurse is like, but she's beautiful. And like, she's like, mm, yeah. They asked the grandma how right. she felt. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So her her man asked the grandma, like, "Oh, so how do you feel that you know that that she that she might be dark skin?" She just said, "Oh, that's fine. That's mm-hmm. fine." You know, like they seem to not have any issue with it. Like you know, her but the, uh, the mom, grandparents in the room. The mom was pressed, press, press, press. She really pressed. was like a panini. <laughs> like she was very upset that her child that just got born could is gonna grow up and possibly be you know brown skin dark whatever you know darker skin tone than what she envisioned in her head Mm -hmm. and also has brown eyes when she was envisioning blue eyes because when she was born she had blue eyes because she's super 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 light skin she was hoping that her child will come out looking like her and I don't know how she thought that was going to happen if she laid down with a black, black man, <laughs> a dark-skinned black man. Like, you do know his genetics have an input in the child, right? It's not just you. It's not just you and only you making a little twin for yourself. Exactly. Right. And I just think that's so incredibly ugly. Like, wow, colorism, straight out the womb, right. huh? It definitely Not is. even a day old. Critically, like, critically <laughs> analyzing your child and their looks and their physical appearance based off of, like, them being alive for two minutes. Exactly. And you being like, and oh. You're, and you're already disappointed. Your eyes, oh, your nail, oh, you're going to be dark. But it's okay. I guess, like, almost like trying to cope in yeah. your head that it's going to be okay. Like, you're mm-hmm. trying to cope with how your child is going to um, be, like. A sense of pretty privilege, like mm-hmm. being, having dark skin. Right. Like having dark skin isn't pretty. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's gorgeous. And like the baby's not going to be like, you know, super dark skin. It's just, it yeah, shouldn't but matter. They were, she was like, she's just mad because like, looking. oh, she's not going to be as light as me. The baby's not going to be as light right. as me. She was like, looking at her baby's no beds like, oh, they're dark. Maybe she's just going to be dark mm-hmm. just like her dad. And just, girl, come on. <laughs> yeah, like visibly upset. And I just think that's so sad. Like You have a baby. A lot of women sh- like, don't right. have that opportunity. Like, d- yeah, do you not understand? You're a black woman, mixed or not. You feel like you're, you're black. You're a black woman <laughs> that was able to have a child in the U.S. And both you and the baby came out alive. That is a blessing. Right. Because black women have the highest rates of... um of birth uh defects. birth like like death complications and complications and like we die the most either we die or the baby dies or we both die mm-hmm. the most in the u.s so you should be happy that you got to carry a child full term deliver it and both you and the baby are healthy like that mm-hmm. should be the only thing on your mind is like wow i can't believe i just pushed that baby out and we're both here and everybody's here and we're all good and everybody's safe like the physical appearance the of your child that's like that's so disgusting and the fact that this is on youtube i mean we don't know where youtube is going to be you know 10 years from now but if it's still around and say your child goes online to see the video when 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 they were born and they see you being upset with the way that that they looked how how is your your child going to feel about that like wow they're gonna feel some type of way yeah they're gonna be like wow my mommy doesn't like the way i look and like that's where it starts because it already happens outside of the home. Mm-hmm. So now I come home and then I find out like, wow, my mom doesn't like the way I look. That sucks on top of everything. And we've already have 
like increasing amounts of young 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 children like committing suicide because they're getting bullied because of the way that they look you know their skin color the way that their hair is the way that they dress Mm -hmm. you know their orientation and stuff like that so i'm just people just really need to stop being ignorant and start being a smart bitch because (laughs) you're 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 not being that (laughs) <laughs> Speaking of that, I actually wanted to bring up something. Um, I was reading this. And I wanted to bring up something. I read a tweet recently, mm-hmm. um, and it really boggled my mind. I don't know why I didn't even think of this whenever it happened, but I read a tweet wis- recently, and someone said, wow, the next generation of like Kardashians and Jenners are going to be black. Mm-hmm. And yep. I was like, yeah, they are. Yeah. Oh, every my single last one of them. God. I mean, except for Courtney's kids. Yeah, except for Courtney's kids. Because she has kids with Scott, which yeah. is like, that's Rain, Mason, and Penelope. Mm-hmm. Yep. But everybody else, black. They all have black children. Black. And I was looking at that because. And some, with dark skin. What brought it up black to men. me? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> and yes. what brought it up to me was um looking at what brought the whole entire conversation up was looking at the picture. Do you guys see that picture of. Stormy, kids. Stormy, yeah, mm-hmm. true. Oh my God. And, uh, First of all, <laughs> um, Stormy, Chicago, true in Chicago is, yeah. Chicago is the cutest little thing. Yeah, she's. I so mean, cute. all the all their kids are cute. Yes, all their kids are fucking cute. But it really made me think, like, wow, they have black kids. Like, mm-hmm. that's yep. You know, like I wonder if they're gonna. I wonder how they're gonna teach them, like, about their race. Like, are they gonna be like, you know, you are black. Yeah. Or they're going to be like, oh, like, you're not just black. Like, you're this, you're that. Which is, in truth, they are more than just black. But they're going to be viewed as in this world once their hair grows in, skin gets darker. Mm -hmm. They're going to be viewed as black. Yeah. Yeah. Because True is so, is she one yet? Um, I don't know. Is she one yet? I can't Mm -hmm. remember. But you can already see, like, her, she's already, like, out of the, the three like they're they're all cousins, right? They're yeah, they're cousins. all cousins. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so out of the three of them, like True, which is Chloe's baby, she's with Tristan Thompson, she's already like the um the the more like brown mm-hmm. out of the three of them. Mm-hmm. So I just think that's gonna be very interesting to see because yes, Kim has uh she has North and Saint and Chicago, and North is like you know she she's a was she five, six, something like that? I uh-huh. don't believe so. At best, something like that. She's a toddler. You know? And she doesn't appear that she's going to be getting any, you know, darker or lighter or whatever. And then you have um, Stormy, who, you know, she's just a little baby right now. She's still pretty light. And then you have True, who already has like a like a brown complexion. And yeah. as you get older, you know, she's probably going to, you know, darken up some more. So that's just going to be very interesting that she's probably going to be the first one out of like all their children that actually looks black. Not like, oh, what are you? Like, no, True's going to look black. Yeah. Totally. So I just wonder <laughs> what that dynamic is going to be like for her to look like that. And her cousins don't look that way. Right. And her mm. mom doesn't look that way. And her aunts don't look that way. Like, like how is she going to be able to like navigate and identify? And like, people are already saying things on because yeah. her life is public already from mm-hmm. birth. Her life was public. Mm-hmm. So people are already like under pictures on their comments, like saying stuff. 
Yep. She about did. her exactly. and her cousin. Oh, oh, she's lighter. Oh, she's darkened. And just saying, like, the most assess- disgusting things about all of the kids, honestly. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's Chloe, gonna be interesting. Chloe's already had to like disable comments on mm-hmm. pic- on like certain pictures of True and stuff like that because people are already saying things exactly. about her skin color and the way that she looks. So mm-hmm. like and I all said, the kids are gorgeous, which makes yes, sense. they are so yeah. beautiful. But you know, people don't care about that. They care about color, mm-hmm. which is why colorism is a real thing. It really yep. is. It which has it has it has people outside of us. Mm-hmm. And people, white people and, and outside people of us, us, and people within us—they're all mm-hmm. judging. So mm-hmm. it's just—it's a never-ending cycle. We have to break that cycle. Mm-hmm. But maybe another episode can deal with colorism and how to break the cycle of it. If mm-hmm. there's ever going to be a possibility of breaking it, I'm interested in diving in and investigating. I am too. I think that would be so good for a future episode. You know, damn, that's going to be an angry-ass episode. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. Do you guys want to uh, head on to the gust of wind? <laughs> yeah. Well, on the first <laughs> day of Christmas, <laughs> my right. true love gave it to me. Mm. My nigga gave it to me. Ah, <laughs> a partridge <laughs> and some J's B. Hey. Damn. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to put on the first topic top of list for gust of wind um is not writing your own rap still hip-hop <laughs> why did you do that mm, anybody have right. comments on is not writing your own raps still hip-hop because there's there's hip-hop and there's and rapping rap. very true so hip-hop hippie the hippie to the hip hip-hop and there's rap so it's not writing your own raps Still hip hop, and this comes based off of a conversation of Young Miami from the City Girls posting something on social media talking about how, yeah, she may not write her own raps, but y'all listen to that shit. Mm-hmm. And Cardi B, who's also known for not writing her own raps, co-signing Young Miami. Mm-hmm. And what was it, Asian Doll? Asian Doll, I think, posted yeah. something saying, "Okay, oh, sorry, right. I forgot she changed her name." There's too many things. Asian, Asian brat. the Brat. Okay. How you gonna change your name in the middle of you being hype and hype? You know, it makes no sense. Anyway, Asian the brat or whatever the fuck <laughs> <laughs> has something to say. <laughs> oh my god! And basically whatever said like you know had a picture and saying like you know we write our own raps and it was her and Megan Thee Stallion mm-hmm. shading those who don't. And Young Miami was like, but y'all still listen, yada yada yada. And Cardi was like, y'all still listen. It don't matter who wrote it. So, mm-hmm. it's not writing your own rap still hip hop. I, it's just so funny that we're at a point in history and music history right now where you can openly admit to the fact that you don't write right, your your own your be, you like you don't you don't write your own raps and pe- and you still get support and your fan base continues to grow. Like, if this was, like, earlier in the 2000s or in the mm-hmm. 90s or, or whatever, and someone was to be outed or was to just openly say, you're like, yeah, I don't write my own raps. Mm-hmm. Your fans are leaving you. You're like, what the fuck? You, you are getting, writers were serious back yeah, then. Yeah, like, yes. you are getting x nade from the whole, like, hip-hop rap music 
a community like no one's gonna want to deal with you anymore because that was looked upon as like that's just like really like that's ugly like that's disgusting like rap is supposed to be where you tell you know your story from your words through your eyes and now it's being more accepted where i mean i don't really have to tell the story from my eyes with my words i can just have someone else write my story for me and, and then i'll just and i'll just come rap it mm-hmm. so do i think it's still rap or do i think it's still hip-hop no i still don't think it is um i don't think i'll ever think that it is just because like who i grew up listening to mm-hmm. like when it comes to rap like exactly jay-z and nas and yes. kanye and dmx and like all these great rappers, like they didn't have no ghostwriters. Right? No, <laughs> they had notebooks Thank with you. their own shit. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't think I'll ever be able to normalize it. Yeah, I don't think I'll ever be able to normalize it. And I think it was good that um in this video, someone referred to them as entertainers, mm-hmm. not necessarily rappers. Exactly. So I'll go ahead and I'll I'll say that you know they're they're, they're very entertaining inter- people. That. They are entertainers. Yeah, definitely. But I don't think I'll be able to. They uh, to me they won't they won't really make like their stain in rap and in hip hop if they're not writing their own stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just won't happen for me. Exactly. It'll be a quick fifteen minutes of fame. Yeah, it'll be a quick like a f- oh very 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 quick yeah incline. Because at some and point, how are you going to keep can, telling stories? You know, it could be a small decline <laughs> or a fast decline. I feel like it's all about how you push your pen, and it's all about yeah. how you work it. So if you're yeah. not pushing your pen and someone else is pushing their pen for you, mm-hmm. you better work that shit. Like, mm-hmm. And that's what Cardi's been doing. Like, She hasn't, mm-hmm. been pu- she hasn't necessarily been pushing her own pen, but whenever it comes to creative, whenever it comes to visual, she's been working that mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. As long as you can keep that same energy throughout your career, I feel like you can have a long career in this industry and be like, I don't write my raps, but I mean, do you see all that I do? Do right. you see what I'm delivering, what I'm giving you to the table? I'm giving you visuals, I'm giving you art, I'm giving you attitude, I'm giving you, I'm giving you Cardi. Mm-hmm. I may not be giving you my words. I may not be giving you what's written on paper, but I'm giving you Cardi. Like, I'm giving you what I can, and I can appreciate that. Yeah. What I can't appreciate is people who are trying to be like, oh, I write my own shit, but in actuality. Oh, they don't. They have all these ghostwriters that they paying off Ooh. to write their own shit and still acting like they write their own shit. Mm-hmm. Cardi has openly said, I yeah, don't I got co-writers. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, everybody got co-writers, you know? Mm-hmm. Young Miami, same thing. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't write that. Right. But whatever. I'm doing my damn thing. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's about. If, if you're about you and you're about chasing your bag and you're about mm-hmm. being an entertainer and doing what you please right. to make your money, at the end of the day, I can't be mad at you. To the point where even in the act of video, in the beginning, I think it is, like, you know, Miami and Lil Yachty, because Lil mm-hmm. Yachty wrote the song. Yeah, he wrote the song. Like, they're in the beginning, like, he's, like, he's, like, reading the rap to her, and she's saying it, and he's like, no, no, you have to say it more like this, more like that. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be able to get away with that, like, right. like 10, 15 years ago or whatever, but. Now it's just normal. Yeah, because, because I mean, now it's more entertainment-based yeah, to me, not necessarily. Boring. It's not like I feel you. Rap. Mm. 
I saw somebody, I saw a comment and somebody said that, um, somebody was basically saying that when it came, when it came to rap and hip hop, like those artists were artists, like their art was their music. So them Mm -hmm. writing their art was like what made it more special Mm -hmm. and that when it came to writing usually that's for like when you're singing a song because you have like people helping you Mm -hmm. a little bit more or something like that because like rapping is like poetry so it's like you're telling a story like like slick rick's bedtime story like Mm-hmm. That he was telling a story and he wrote that he was telling a story like getting yeah. it out there. But people nowadays are just like, you know what? I got this ghostwriter over here and this ghostwriter over there, and it's just normalized we're doing now. Do here and there. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just normalized now. And somebody was saying like, usually when it comes to write, when it comes to having like not even a ghostwriter, but having like a co-writer, I feel like that's more with like people that sing and i was like yeah i can i can yeah. see that yeah that makes sense it's to like me. we don't expect beyonce to write her own songs really. yeah and all the time yeah no <laughs> <laughs> right but it's accepted there yeah it's ex- yeah exactly That's it's accepted thing. but it's mm-hmm. never been wildly ex- like accepted in hip-hop mm-hmm. and rapping mm-hmm. it has not been ex- accepted like that but now it's so normalized that people are like I mean, okay, like you're entertaining me, so whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree. More entertainment now. Yeah. When it used to be more artistry. Yeah, because I feel like. Well, would you. Um, I don't know how deep I want to get into this conversation right now whenever it comes to entertainment and artistry, but would you. Would you entertainment is a form of art. Yeah. So yeah. when we think of artistry, in a sense. They're being an artist. I mean, they're doing mm-hmm. a piece of inter- they're not they're not writing their shit, but I still would consider an entertainer an artist because like they're still take I mean it it's not verbal mm-hmm. art, but it's they're giving you physical which makes yeah. it entertainment. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. entertainment is I, still a form of I'm art. I'm not saying yeah, it's still a form of yeah. art, but it's I'm like, not yeah, like yeah. I'm not saying I don't consider them to be artists because i do i'm saying artistry for me artistry is Mm -hmm. like this person is directly involved with this piece of art and you're getting it directly from them like Like, tyler Uh uh-huh right how he did everything on on igor yeah everything on igor but with cardi or the city girls like they had somebody do it in the middle yeah they were just i got you yeah they were just performing the art that was produced for them got Mm you i'm there i'm with it great i'm there and i'm with (laughs) it that's what we're saying (laughs) (laughs) well i just wanted to add a second tidbit into the gust of wind tidbit tidbit Rihanna is the richest woman in music with $600 million. And Jay-Z <laughs> is now a billionaire, baby. That's right. <gasps> oh. H to the O-V. Hey. If y'all I know. am so proud of island girl Rihanna. 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 <laughs> and all that she's been able to accomplish. Yes. I mean, it's ridiculous. This Talk about come from nothing. <laughs> Talk about come, come from, from nothing, nothing on an island. Dude, both of them. Both, both of them. Both of them. 
Came from nothing. Jay Z go from crack to being a billionaire. Rihanna go from an island girl to being a six hundred dollar, six hundred million dollar worth woman. Like what? Right. What? That's amazing. Excellent. Black and proud. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. They hate to see it. Now on to an interesting note. I'm gonna say this. Okay. Did you bring her with you? Is she? Is she here with you? Oh my gosh. That was so cringy. I couldn't believe it. So June Ambrose was at the CFDA Awards, and she was hosting the red carpet for CFDA. And she was interviewing um, Hannah Brofman. Brofman. And um, Hannah Brofman was there for Kate Spade. She was in Kate Spade. So she asked homegirl, hey, like, who are you wearing? And she said, oh, I'm wearing Kate Spade. And June said, oh, Kate Spade, love Kate Spade. You're here with Kate. Are you here with Kate? (laughs) June Ambrose once again asked Hannah, oh, oh, I love Kate Spade. Oh, is is, is she here with you? Is the designer here with you? Did she ghost you? Did she make you come up here by yourself? Is she? (sighs) Is she not here? Is she coming later? <laughs> Terrible. Mind you, she said, "Who are you wearing?" She says, "She goes, oh, I'm she wearing, go- Kate, I'm Spade. wearing Kate Spade.'" And then she said, "Oh, oh my God, Kate Spade is one of my favorite American designers." Right. You would think she would know that Kate Spade committed suicide last, last June. Is she here with you? This is you said. This is your favorite. Right. You think you would know. American designer. You think you would know. And you ask the woman on the carpet, is Kate Spade coming up with her? (laughs) But this is your favorite, but you didn't know your favorite committed suicide. It was literally like Kate Spade was all over the news whenever she committed suicide. (laughs) Exactly. So what's like the first thing that comes to my mind whenever I think of Kate Spade is cute. Oh my gosh, she killed herself. Like, that's so sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would just think that if anybody says Kate Spade to me, I'm not even going to be like, is she here? Like, what? Right. And some people on Twitter were like, oh, slip of the tongue. Everybody does it. You know, that's not like, a slip of the tongue. And I un- but I understand how it can be slip of the tongue whenever it comes to scripts and like her having a certain script to go by, like ask. Mm-hmm. Who, especially since it's the fashion awards, it's like yeah. exactly. ask who you're wearing, ask is a designer with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like your two top. So she's, I'm sure that whole entire day, who are you wearing? Are there, is a designer here? Who are you wearing? Is a designer here? Right. Who are you wearing? Mm-hmm. Is a designer here? Mm-hmm. So I can see how if she gets to someone and they say, who are you wearing? Oh, i Kate Spade. Oh, cool. Is she here with you? But then she went on to be like. Girl, did she go see you, girl? Right. You up here by yourself, girl. Is Are she you sure that's your That's why I feel like you should have been like, and the model I would have caught myself. The model said, uh, uh, um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm here with Kate's team. Right. Exactly. Four Me people. Like I feel oh like as God. soon as she said Kate Spade, something should have clicked Click. in your brain your to be favorite. like, oh, right, because right. she's my designer. right, and she's your favorite American designer. Gosh. Something should have clicked in your brain to let you know, okay, yeah, she took her life last June. Okay, all right, and go. Yeah, not she took her life could just be right. Sick. Not did she go? And girl, you. you're at the fashion awards right. on the red carpet. Right. You're, you're probably hosting. never gonna do that again. You are the and host host for the CFD Awards. Yeah. You're not like you're not from like extra e news. Like you yeah. are the host of the CFD red carpet. 
Oh. And you ask someone who's wearing Kate Spade, is Kate Spade there with you? And then follow it up for, is she not here? Did she ghost And you? after she didn't well, answer I mean, you. ghost? Uh, <laughs> I guess. Right, because she was like, she's like, oh, you're with Kate. She, she said, and the model was like, yeah, I'm with Kate. But like, point it down. Yeah, like point it down outfit. to her outfit. Like, yeah, I'm with Kate. Like, as in, bitch, in spirit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Not in person. <laughs> we know that you're not asking me if I'm with Kate in person, right? You can't be. There's no way you're asking There's me no if way I'm in with hell Kate. In you're part. asking me that difficult question. Jesus. Is she with you? Is she over there, girl? Is like, she in the trailer? Where's she at? Girl. I know there's human error. God. I know there's mistake. I can own up to that. And I can own up to her being having a certain script and being like, Who are you wearing? Are they with you? But mm-hmm. if you ask who are you wearing and they say Kate Spade and then you ask are they with you? It automatically would have clicked in my head like, oh shit, wait, Kate is right. dead. Especially <laughs> if she is my answer. favorite <laughs> American designer. Thank you. But the fashion she awards. The, 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 where <laughs> she messed up is she went on. Exactly. Right, she kept going. The model clearly didn't answer your first question and you asked three more in succession like, and she still didn't say anything. It was... Uh, so, girl, uh, that's where you messed up. Uh, uh, I'm, uh, here, I'm here with her team. I don't know. Yeah. And she was speaking so quickly. It was like, damn, girl, are you flustered? And I probably, I bet she was flustered because after, I'm sure she was like, damn, I really asked this girl, is Kate with her? Right. No, and damn, well, Kate is not the here with said, anybody. Did she go I'm not even into, I'm not even into fashions and things like that, but I know that Kate Spade is not alive. Okay. That's what right. I do know. Like, I mean, on. we all know that. Come it was on. such a big story. A whole suicide letter, everything. It was, right. It was a thing. And it was you're a the thing. host of the CFDA Awards. You and she's your favorite designer. We got to do better, girl. But I mean, you know what? Pray for sis. I'll pray for her because I don't know if she's going to have a job like that. Again. No, honestly. No, I don't know either. <laughs> As but a I'm host, praying for especially. <clears throat> well, I'm going to go down to In the Gust of Wind. Uh, post that we all saw on Twitter, it was big enough to be in the gust of wind because, you know, usually we'd be like, for the birds, but this is a big conversation. Mm-hmm. On, why is financial literacy always taught to poor slash low class folk? Mm-hmm. Wanted to get your opinion on that because of a tweet that that yes. we had within the group chat. Yes. And it had to do with financial literacy. Frenchie, take it away with the tweet. Yeah. So this tweet comes from Wendy C. Thomas. Wendy with an I. You can find her at there at Wendy underscore C underscore Thomas. And she says, I don't know who needs to hear this, but poverty wage workers cannot budget their way to ec- um, economic stability. Offering financial literacy workshops when what they need is a living wage is insulting and immoral. Mm. And I personally think that she hit the nail right on the head with that one. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like you always see these, oh, financial literacy workshops and things like that going on in poor communities, you know, low class communities and they're not they never take into consideration the fact that i'm not making enough to live it's not that uh-huh. i'm it's not that i'm out here you know with my job and, right. I'm, spending and I'm spending frivolously money on nothing that's not what's <laughs> happening i'm going to work if i have a job because most don't mm-hmm. you know if i have a job i'm going to work when i get my paycheck every 2 weeks or whatever mm-hmm. i am you know um i pay my rent if I have a car, which most don't, 
I'm paying my car note or I'm paying for my bus pass, my train pass, or whatever mm-hmm. for the month. And um, I pay for my groceries and I pay for my utilities. And then after that, I don't have anything left. It's Especially not when we have kids too. Yeah, it's and, and thing where exactly, it's like, a lot of people. I got have money kids. going to my kids' pockets, and my kids want to do baseball, but I got to pay for uniforms. Got to pay for exactly. Oh, it's my it's my week or it's my month in the snack month to bring snacks to the games. Like mm-hmm. you know, it's just like, and I always never got that. But keep going, girl. Before I keep okay. <laughs> Sorry, but yeah, they they just never take into consideration the fact that hey, I might have a child. I might have a sick child. You know. And I'm making, <laughs> I'm making, eleven fifty an hour, and it's only me in the home, me and my child, and mm-hmm. that eleven fifty, and I'm getting my paycheck every two weeks. Even you know, hopefully, you know, they're probably full time. That's not giving me anything. Like, some type of bill is always gonna be late. You know, something's gonna. I'm gonna have to sacrifice. Okay, what bill can I pay next month? Right. That's not that bad. What bill can I pay? Can I pay a little bit on this bill, and it'll, I'll be okay until next. Like, what can I do? What can I do? Or what bill do I need to uh-huh. pay first so that exactly I don't have to worry about not having it the next month? Right. Like exactly. your apartment or your house. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's and like I, I need to have the house. That. I need to right. Have I need to I need live to have, somewhere, and I need food. And I need electricity. And it's like and you water. know, you mm-hmm. have to choose. You're playing Russian mm-hmm. roulette, but like, what am I gonna pay for? What I'm gonna do? Like, yeah. what can okay, I live so we're not gonna have phones for like this month, or at mm-hmm. least for like a little bit of this month until I get the money to be able to pay the phone bill. So like, mm-hmm. make sure you always let me know where you're gonna be. Let me know your schedule for the day, exactly. so that mm-hmm. I can know and have a sense of whenever you'll be home. Like that's scary. Mm-hmm. And I want to bring. And I wanted to bring up with that tweet, yeah. that sense of like, what ha- Like, I don't need financial literacy. I need money. <laughs> right. I need money. I don't have that five, six, ten. Hell, I don't got point five percent of my check exactly. that goes into exactly. savings or that needs to go into investing or mm. that I should be doing this with. I'm using all of it on me and my family. And it's like, I don't need financial literacy. I my, I don't have any finances to be literated in. I can't even have exactly. fun. Right. I can't even have fun. <laughs> By the time I get to the end of the month, I'm wondering how the fuck am I going to get through the next month? Exactly. Shit. And I, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. No, I feel you. And, and, it, and it brought up a bigger question to me on like just the job market and like how the cost of living, especially in California, especially in Los Angeles, California, at that yeah. cost of living is going up so high. Exactly. So high for so many people. Mm-hmm. And, and there are some people literally, but, and I was just talking to you guys about this, about this 102-year-old mm-hmm. woman. Yeah. I saw this, um, this, this news article today on Spectrum News 1, and it was a 102-year-old woman who's getting kicked out of her apartment. She's been there for 30 years. She can no longer afford the rent in her apartment. And the landlord is moving his daughter into the into the apartment that they're kicking the 102 woman out, year old woman out of that she's mm-hmm. been in there for that's her home, she's been there for 30 years that's that's her place, yeah that's where she sees her you know her kids her grandbabies that's that's her that's what they know, that's all she knows you know for these past 30 years that's where she's been, mm-hmm. so it's like bruh, what like the fuck y'all really gonna make this person. 
Leave. Well, maybe if she would invest some money, you gonna tell her that you gonna tell her maybe if she would right. move. Right. She's in a she's she's one hundred and two. She's in an apartment still. I'm mm-hmm. sure she would love to have a home. I'm sure she would love to be a homeowner. Right. You're gonna tell me at one hundred and two. Well, you could have done, but with with your finances, if you were just more literate in just how to move the game of money, no, right? I can get I can get where people come from whenever it comes from you not having money to having a lot of money and needing financial literacy mm-hmm. courses yeah. to learn That's how to manage thing. your That's money. Thing, but having but whenever nothing? you barely have a damn dime, <laughs> mm-hmm. literacy is irrelevant. Exactly. I don't need this. They're like, oh, right. And how how much did you get paid to come here and teach me this today? Exactly. Do you think I own 0.5 of what you of what you earned today? How much should I skip? How much should I skip out on? They're like, you know, financial (laughs) literacy. Well, I know your kid's birthday is this month and I know you might want to do something special. But how about you put the little party money? Maybe you could put that towards uh, putting a little here for maybe. A rainy day. A rainy day and putting this here. Maybe invest some. All my days are rainy days. Thank you. All my days are rainy days. If my kid (laughs) wants to have a party, I can't even give him Chuck E. Cheese, but I can do a cake. I can do maybe a jumper. Mm -hmm. I can do some pizzas. Like, I'm doing what I can Mm -hmm. for my child. Right. And it's like, well, well, why the cake and pizzas? You know, that money could be no. They and deserve no because they deserve. They they put in work too. They go to school. They do their homework. And how they does it do feel this? coming right. from a, an elementary school or going to school with a kid mm-hmm. and being like, "Mommy, I went to so and so's party. They had a jumper. Right. They had a taco man. They had a cotton candy machine. They had a circus. They had a little pet right. zoo. Right. Like you going from that to coming home and being like, I can't give you that, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give you all I can." Exactly. And imagine these kids having parents who can, they can barely afford the household and -hmm. everything that comes with managing the household and then sending your kid to a public school where they're telling you that you need to pay for your lunch. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. I already have nothing. Exactly. I already have nothing. You want my kid to pay for lunch? I already have Mm -hmm. nothing. I have nothing to give you. I have nothing mm-hmm. else to give. All of it went towards my light, my water, my rent. Exactly. I got, I gotta, I gotta eat. My kids gotta eat. Their lunch should be free at the public school. It should be it free. Really should be. It's almost like if you're not shit. affluent or upper class, right? You're yeah. nothing. You're nothing. Because middle class is barely getting by too, yeah, right? Yeah, right. Okay, middle I class. Mean, and I, I mm. wanted to say, like, with the whole when you guys brought up the like the party scenario, mm-hmm. yeah. I think it's very important to note that. These people that come into, you know, these poor and low class communities that you want to come and teach financial literacy. You know, it's like the poor and low class get demonized Mm -hmm. for trying to have some sort of nice escape escape or, 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 you know, something outside of like like a waste of money. They always want to look at, oh, well, you were able to do a. a food truck for your girl's birthday. Yeah, and do you know how long I saved up for that goddamn exactly. food truck? Exactly. I saved up for six, seven months just exactly. to get a food truck. I had to plan ahead. Exactly. exactly. Like, like, like you get demonized for everything that you do. So it's like, okay, I'm saving up. I really, I really want to make you know my child's birthday special. I want to take them to Disneyland. They've been talking about Disneyland. All their friends have gone. They tell them mm-hmm. everything about Disneyland, and they're so excited, and they really, 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 really want to go. I want to make that happen for them. So I'm going to make a sacrifice. I'm going to put in 
extra hours at work or, you know, ask family and friends if they can, you know, pull money together for me. And I'm going to take them to Disneyland. That's what I'm going to do. And these people that come in with this financial literacy or just people online or whatever that, like, know your story or, like, know your life or whatever, they're going to look at that like, ew, why are you just spending frivolously yeah, you're wasting money don't you got bills or right you always complaining about bills you gotta pay but you want to spend your money on pizza for your kid and exactly. disneyland and to make them happy like you and it's like they constantly want you to be in a stressed out state you know state state of mind they constantly want you to be in the struggle at all points of your day if you're not in the struggle mindset 24-7, they have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. Why are you at Disneyland? You should be, you know, putting that money towards your Yeah, brain, why are you smiling? Why are you having fun? Why are you happy? Yeah, why like, are you being it's human? Like, yes. Basically, yeah, basically they're saying, why are you being human and being happy by doing things that let you escape your shitty reality? Maybe because sometimes <laughs> you need a fucking escape, just like you do when you go buy your fucking Jimmy Choo's. Right. Exactly. It's like I'm allowed to have something. And it's so exactly. sad because whenever they get put in that mindset of being like dehumanized and being treated as like just people of working class who like your job is to go to work, go home, take care of your family, and that's it. You're not supposed and to repeat. have no fun yeah, and feel, repeat. They feel you don't have enough money to yeah. have fun and repeat. It's almost like, well, damn. I have needs, too. I have mm-hmm. wants, too. Am I wrong for having them? You get to have them. You get to be out here right. and do you. Well, exactly. it's because I've worked hard. Yeah. And, and I don't work right. hard. Exactly. <laughs> it's the fact that, yeah, that, you, and that's, that's you have a privilege too. to you. Mm-hmm. You know, They feel that they're working hard and you're not because mm-hmm. you're not where they are. Mm-hmm. That is so sick. Because they're not in your shoes, so they can't. They can't feel how you feel. They don't see. Uh-huh. They don't see the work put in to get the nice things that you put into your life that is so difficult. Mm -hmm. They don't see all the work that you put into it. They don't see the work that you put in to get your child that teddy bear. That giant teddy bear that they've been raving about. Oh yeah. Um, Cynthia got a giant teddy bear. So I, I want a giant teddy bear and that's all I want. Mom, like that's okay. A giant teddy bear Mm -hmm. and a birthday car. And just like, okay, that giant teddy bear is $50. Right. (laughs) You have to save up $50. Your light bill is like $80 or something. Then right. you got your water bill and your rent is 1800 because that's what it is right now in California mm-hmm. for a one bedroom. Well, well, yeah. Apartment, bedroom. not mm-hmm. house. Mm-hmm. Apartment. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have a bathroom and maybe you don't. Maybe it's just a half bath. Right. Right. Some people okay. have a half or, or like a community bathroom. Yeah. A studio places. apartment is probably <laughs> nearly $2,000. And you still got to pay to get your laundry and done. And you still have to pay to get your laundry done because there's no laundry facility mm-hmm. it within And if there is building. one, because for, for instance, in my apartment building. There's a laundry room, to, but you got to pay. Exactly. You have to pay. For me to do like all my loads of of laundry like washing and drying that's about twenty twenty five dollars it's ridiculous on top of rent that's already skyrocketed thank you oh, it's like i just don't have the fucking time exactly I don't have and it's like okay listen i'm gonna work my ass off i'm gonna do i'm gonna do uber i'm gonna do you know whatever i need to do to make sure i can get this money and you still don't get the fucking and you money. still don't get your money nope it's so hard to get money out here. Because. And people want to say, I mean, and there are so many people who want to give that speech. It's people who write these inspirational books. Ugh, and people who do these talks at colleges and, and different places. They want to just talk about 
The money's there. The money's out there. Why you just, just got to go else? get it. No, you, you already it. have it. And you're trying to teach me something that cannot be obtained. How much do I got to? What do I got to sell? How much right. of myself do right. I sell out? Because, you know, okay, right. yeah, we got we got we to gotta get our money. And I'm all about the grind. You know, I sat here today in my notes and I wrote something that was so random, but I think it was just so true. Mm -hmm. And the fact that I said, hustle hard, grind hard, love hardest. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's just how I live, how I want to live. I want to hustle hard. I want to grind hard. But overall, I don't want it. I want the overarching thing. Love the hardest. As long as you're loving what you're doing, as long as you're loving what you're putting into that. I don't, you know, people, people be like, I don't love Uber. I don't love my job. I don't love this. And that's really hard because you're whenever you're hustling hard and grinding hard and some shit that you don't love. Mm -hmm. It's like, where's the value? What is, what it doesn't add to me. It doesn't do anything for me, but, but, but break me down inside, deteriorate me, feel like I'm not shit right now. Make me feel like I need to be doing more. I need to be doing better. I'm not doing enough. And I have a degree. (laughs) It makes me feel like what? Like Mm -hmm. fuck. Exactly. But then you and got, you got, ooh, go ahead, Frenchie, go ahead. And then they, you know, <laughs> like like Wes said, you know, they try to tell you, well, you're just not working hard enough. Yes. Why don't you go and, you know, Uber or Postmate, Postmate or, or whatever. Or DoorDash or Uber Eats. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> you want me to drive around for possibly up to eight hours at a After time? After I had already worked eight right. hours? <laughs> I already didn't work eight hours. You want me to drive around for like however many more hours? And these companies are changing policies like like for like for Postmates, for example. It used to be if you get a delivery, like you automatically earn four dollars for that delivery. Mm-hmm. But now they change the policy where it's like, well, you get, I think, like a dollar and seven cent or something like that when you when you go pick it up. And for any extra minute that you spend while you're there, it's like another seven cent or something like that. And when you're delivering it, you get 70 cent what? plus like 30 cent or, or another cent or something like that. However many cents for every mile that it takes you to get there. So it's possible that, you know, you might have, let's just say you picked up something from Sweet Finn over by the Grove. Okay. And then you had to drive up to like San, like over by like Santa Monica Boulevard, like, mm-hmm. like WeHo area. Mm-hmm. You might have did all that. And you're probably gonna get two seventy. It's just like what the fuck three fifteen. Like right. God, and you're doing that for hours, hours, and it's not even guaranteed that you're gonna get stuff. Like that's that they've got fuck. you scavenging out here. You're they've got they're, they're flipping the system. They're playing you. Mm-hmm. They've got you out here doing their dirty work while they're over here making millions of dollars mm-hmm. by people using their exactly. service. Exactly. In corporate, they've got they're making so much money mm-hmm. by using their service. And they try to tell you, well, that's supposed to be supplemental income anyway. So, like, okay, but it ain't my supplemental income. That's right. <laughs> that's my income. That's income. my income. Income. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck. It's just crazy. They just but, don't understand the struggle. Yeah. They don't, and they never will, and they don't want to. Because if they wanted mm-hmm. to, they would understand. And people are like, get out there and network. You know. 
who you know is important. Are you going to allow me in the space where I can network people who are important? Right. No. Oh. Am I going to be able to (laughs) with my work days where I work nights? Like I, I don't. I work middays, nights. It's like I don't. When when people are off working, networking, I'm at work, working my my fucking ass (laughs) to be able to pay these bills. You know. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't have the time. Even whenever you guys invite me to things at night, mm-hmm. when a lot of these networking events take place, I'm always at work. Mm-hmm. I'm never off. I have right. to. I have to work. Exactly. Yeah. It's not a choice. It's not a okay. Well, I'll stay home today. I can't. I don't have a work from home luxury. You know. Mm-hmm. And we're 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 in a space right now where luckily we do not have kids, but there are people that do have kids right and they do have work mm-hmm. and they have to hope that they can get somebody to watch their kids mm-hmm. so that they can exactly. go to a job interview across town or exactly. something like that like and people ha- don't have that all the time they exactly. have to actually they have to go scavenging for somebody to watch their watch kids, their kids. so that they can go scavenge for a job that they probably won't even get they don't know if they're going to get it or not it's just an mm-hmm. interview exactly and then you have people like, well, they shouldn't have kids, should not have had kids then. Right. Things happen. Look at Alabama. Stuff, right. Mm. Stuff happens. And with constantly changing, like, abortion um, <laughs> bills. Policies and law. And mm-hmm. constantly changing birth control pills and, like, the cost of birth control and doing this and doing that. Like, God, like, things happen. And sometimes people... You don't want me to get an abortion. Mm-hmm. You don't want to lower the cost of my birth control. Mm. I don't know what to do. Insurance is not covering it. Right, my insurance, Plan B my insurance is fifty dollars. Co- Thank you. Plan B is fifty dollars. Like I don't know what you guys want me to do. I don't have insurance, so it doesn't cover it. I don't know what you want me to do. I don't know. It's just a lot, man. What do you want Sheesh. from me? Shit. Well, Ooh. back to the original question: Why is financial literacy always taught? <laughs> Too poor and the low class. Be- Last because comments. they don't care. Yeah. And I if they cared, they would be giving money instead of telling you how you could make money or spend the money that you don't have better. to a savings account. Because my don't thing have. is, if you're gonna teach me financial literacy, do me a favor and teach me how to teach others financial literacy so that I can get a job mm-hmm. as a financial literacy. <laughs> and go to neighborhoods <laughs> where I teach others while making my coint like you're making yours right now, financial literacy. Right. Because <laughs> I'm capable, just like you are. Mm-hmm. I just need tools. As long as you can pass me along your tools, mm-hmm. this can be a smooth, breeze, easy, and free thing. Because some rich motherfuckers need to be taught. Yeah, Shit. exactly. It don't matter. You're never too old. You're never too rich. You're never too poor to be nope. taught financial literacy. It's just the fact that, like, it's always whenever there's people. not much to spread around. Why are you coming to me about what I should be doing with my money? Mm. Exactly. Because yeah, I could be spending my money mm-hmm. and investing and putting my money for rainy day aside this much, but then I'm realizing, well, what am I gonna sacrifice? I need my kids to have a phone mm-hmm. so they can reach me, mm-hmm. and this money I'm putting toward this phone bill—it's a lot, you know. It is. Okay. I don't got data. I have right. service though, right? Right. And I need that service, but that service is still costing me a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it's like okay, so not only is the service costing me a lot, 
my kids want the new iPhones. I'm trying to pay these bills right. off to get they them a, a nice iPhone. Like, you know, something that they don't look and be, I can't get them a flip phone. What I look like, you know? Right. Well, and that's serious. Right. And people look at parents like, oh, my goodness. Like, why don't you get your kids something just small? No. Like, I, I get it. But no. Like, I can't. I can't. I'm doing my all. I, I, I will, I will, right, I will I have the flip phone. I will have the pager. Right. I, I will have, have it before the my smallest kids have thing before my kids yeah. have the phone in school. Like it's 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 real. You're mm-hmm. dealing with real shit. Mm-hmm. You walk into a classroom with and you see a phone. kid who has an iPhone four and you got the iPhone eight. What the yeah. fuck is that? You know? Like right. you're getting bagged on. Like I can't. Like I need to make sure that my kid is secure. Mm-hmm. You may not have the newest, but you'll have something similar to the new. Right. You may not have the, the nicest threads on, but you have you look fly, you make your art, you you are the art, you are you you yeah, are you're the gonna canvas. make it what you You'll yeah. make the kids as much as the, the, mm-hmm. the clothes as much as you make it. Mm-hmm. Point is I'm not gonna sell my kids short of all that they deserve. Right. So if they deserve that new iPhone, they deserve that I'm gonna make sure I can make sure I can get it. And yeah, mm-hmm. I may not be spending my money wisely. Maybe I'm not making smart decisions, but I feel like I'm making the decision that's best for me. That's gonna make my kids smile, make them feel. Good. And it's not all about material, but it would be nice, right? Because my kids don't have the new shoes, they don't have the new shirt, they don't got the new clothes, they, they don't have the new. But they at least have a new phone. One thing, right? One thing is all I'm asking. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. they have the new phone. Good. I can I can accomplish one thing. Mm-hmm. They don't have the new makeup kit. They don't have the new this, but they have the new phone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I could do. And it's like, well, you're wasting your money on that new phone. Well, damn it. Let me waste it. Well, I don't I think it's, I don't think it's a waste right. at all. I, I, I don't have think it's a waste at all. Right. I can't have my kid having nothing like Christmas time. Niggas got hoverboards and right. the new iPhone and fucking, mm-hmm. hu- um, what are they called? Those? Drones. Yeah. There we go. Right. Drones and. And then, oh my God. Right. All what the did new you t- get? Right. What did you get? Um, and your kid's like, nothing. nothing. That's depressing. And I don't <laughs> want my kid to not have a smile on their face because that is the absolute That's worst. Heartbreaking. Right. That is so heartbreaking. God. It's the trials and tribulations of being yes. a parent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not, we're not even parents, y'all. I know, right. but we feel know. It. But we feeling, we feeling it, <laughs> right? Yeah. But we feel, we feel it, and we see it all the time. And we, we read these stories, and we're, we resonate with them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So yeah, <laughs> I, I th- and that's I how think, the fuck right. we feel. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think to close this out. I right. think that's why. I think that's why financial literacy, um, literacy is taught to poor and low class, just because. Yeah, they they just believe in their heads that the people that are in these classes of society are just, you know, lazy people or people or or, or people shut up. <laughs> or people that just spend their money frivolously and mm-hmm. it's just not the case, which we It's not the case. Went over it probably what, which we times just now, but down. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, ready to get under our umbrella. <laughs> We're going to close out the gust of wind. I know. I'm sorry, right, that's y'all. That sounded like an under our umbrella segment. It really did. It did. <laughs> that was actually the end of the gust of wind segment. We're going <laughs> right. to move on to under our umbrella in which we have some interesting topics at hand. We're going to move it not quickly, but <laughs> not slowly either. Oh, okay. We'll see what we can do, you know. Mm. 
Um, first topic under our umbrella. Mm, Nika, do you want to introduce this? Yes. You brought okay. it up to us. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the first topic is titled, Don't Lessen Yourself by Going on Coffee Dates. And this came from a tweet that I sent to my beloved friends in our group chat on Twitter. There is this woman that I follow. Her name is Imani. Um, She is a dating coach. I don't know if that's her official title, title, so I don't want to say dating coach. Mm -hmm. But from what I've seen, she is a dating coach. Mm -hmm. And she was basically saying, like, to not... She was going back and forth with somebody that was like in her replies like constantly going back and forth and telling like you know what you know don't settle for coffee days because men are already thriving in this world and they that's like if you go scroll down her timeline that's literally like her talking point is usually like men are already thriving or men already have the upper hand or something close to that. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. uh, let me see. Basically somebody's saying, okay, Um, there we go. All right. Yeah. Okay. So somebody, somebody went under her comments when she was saying, when she was saying like, Oh, like I don't go on coffee dates because because that's beneath me and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And somebody that's like start yeah. already starting off setting setting the standard. Yeah, low. that's yeah, that's mm-hmm. already starting the standard low by going on a coffee day because I actually you can read do that anytime. I want to read one of her snarb remarks. Oh, you go actually. ahead. Go ahead. Oh. Um, her, one of her snarb remarks to this person was that they, that they have low standards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she said, "I don't even make my own coffee. I have, I have it delivered fresh." fresh. Yes. Honey, daily. <laughs> I'm definitely not leaving my house for coffee with um with for a random person. Like what? Okay. Mm. Anyway, keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but this this woman feels very strongly about like standards and men, basically. Mm-hmm. Literally, if you go up and down her timeline, that that's literally all you will see because she is a dating coach mm-hmm. but after she said that comment that Wes just said with I don't even make my own coffee the same person re- the same replier the person that was replying under her tweets said don't jump to conclusions I don't go on coffee dates I just think she should shame she shouldn't shame people just because they don't share the same standards or mentality as her Mm-hmm. And then Imani, the dating coach, said, men have repeatedly told y'all what inviting you all. <laughs> <laughs> you airdrop to me while I'm speaking? Oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're a crackhead. <laughs> sorry. Fucking <laughs> Wes just airdropped me <laughs> Michael B. Jordan and some box braids. Oh, my God. With acrylics <laughs> on. <laughs> oh, I my just, God get out of my face anyways she said men have repeatedly told y'all what inviting y'all on cheap dates means to them a million times and you all still go to bat for them at this point you're a part of the problem and yes i'm shaming you step it up 
and then she did <laughs> and then she and then at the bottom she did like a little mocking quote and it says men yeah so we basically take women on cheap dates to see if we like them enough to maybe fuck them after buying a few drinks these dumbasses he just wants to get to know me that's what she put under mm-hmm. this tweet what are you guys doing? i think it's very interesting <laughs> that to start off she her first like tweet that you know got yeah, you gotta go back to the first her original tweet was kind of like a little oh. threat where she says I that she doesn't overthink. you know she doesn't overthink dating you know because she just sees it as like you know um her hanging out with a bunch of people and if she decides yeah a bunch of random people you know which is basically is what dating is you're mm-hmm. just a whole bunch of random people that you meet and then you decide from that point if you want to add them into your dating pool and at any point you can just decide oh i just don't want to do this anymore like you're not doing it for me so i'm just going to kick you out or whatever and like you can go through your process of elimination or adding people removing people and just going Mm -hmm. through that whole cycle because that's just what dating is you know she just sees it as you know nothing to overthink nothing to get too stressed about um uh she talked about how she saw she sees that a lot of people put um a lot of emotion and investment and dependency upon these people because they see they take every encounter with a new person like you know in a romantic way yeah of it possibly being the one that I walk down the aisle with and you know the one that I have a family and a life with and she just kind of pointed out that that's just not how she sees it she just sees it as you know something that's very you know easygoing. I'm just having fun, um, and I'm just gonna go from there and add and eliminate or whatever as I see fit. And I just think it's very funny that she said you know she just sees it as her hanging out with random people doing random things, and then um content goes on to tell people that their standards are you know basically piss poor compared to hers because as far as she is concerned which she expressed in in the original thread was that you know small cheap dates like the movies or uh you know coffee dates just doesn't do it for her mm-hmm. personally for her that is just letting the man see immediately up front that he doesn't have to do a lot to you know garner your attention and things like that so she sees it as no if you're not taking me to dinner or this amazing experience then there's just no need for us to even continue blah blah, blah or for us to even start really <laughs> um, to carry on right and so like i said i think it's very funny for her to say that but then also try to tell someone that their standards are like I said, his poor compared to hers because how can you tell one person that their standards are inferior to yours? Like that just doesn't seem right, right. to me. Like one person's comfortability with certain things is not the same as yours. So you can't tell someone, oh no, he needs to take you to Mastro's and blah 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 blah. blah. Take you out, get uh-uh. you a car, yada yada yada. Right, ain't no, uh-uh, uh-uh. ain't no movie date, ain't no coffee date. Like, okay, I might be comfortable with that. I might really enjoy coffee. Mm-hmm. I might really, really, really enjoy the movies. Like, you know. And what if I'm I don't, I might really, really enjoy the nigga. You know what I'm like, saying? Like, goddamn. <laughs> so... Is it that hard for me, 
I was talking to somebody this morning and I was just asking them about the question okay. and they were telling me, I mean, like I, I was telling them basically, I was mm-hmm. like, that's like someone who is a millionaire. Mm-hmm. And these millionaires don't be dressing like millionaires. They be dressing no, like they don't. I went to Marshalls, you know, dollar with their Jesus Dollar Tree, sandals. everything. Okay. okay. Someone being a millionaire and then being on you and asking you, Hey, let's grab a cup of coffee. Let's talk. You don't know nothing about this person. You this is your first time seeing them, first time meeting them. Two seconds. They see you, they think you're attractive. Hey. Yeah. Let's do some coffee. Let's go somewhere. Let's just get to know each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me? No. Coffee? Mm-mm. I don't do coffee. You gotta take me to dinner. You gotta take me to dinner. You gotta take me, let me know that you and want me. And not Applebee's, okay? <laughs> I want some good, I want Lori's. Mm. Okay? In Beverly Hills, Okay. <laughs> I want to call, like, that's almost like you coming at them, even coming at a man, even not even doing all the extra shit, mm-hmm. but it's coming at somebody with some, like, Ugh. hey, I want to take you on a, on a, can we just go get some coffee, grab, get to know one another? I don't really do coffee dates like that, but you could take me to dinner. It's like, ew, I don't even know but if I want. But that's how, that's how she teaches these women to be. She teaches these women to be mean to men because she says that, they already have the upper hand and they already, which is, I mean, that's true. Like men are already like considered dominant. Right. So that's what she's trying to say. Like they're already considered dominant. So you should just be mean to them because they need to give you like the best and everything. And I can kind of see like where she's coming from, but sometimes the way she handles like things is kind of like very, very. Yeah. Cause it's like, I can see where she's coming from where it's like, Men don't don't automatically mm-hmm. come into the situation with such a low standard, you know. Suggest like, hey, um, I know you said coffee, but I was thinking something more like dinner. Would that be cool? Or blah blah blah. blah. Or maybe like maybe we can do something else. But just but up, upright more- being like rude about it and mm-hmm. saying if you accept a coffee date, then you should be ashamed of yourself. That is so ugly. But then what happens whenever you meet a guy and y'all are both at a, at a similar place, you say, he says, let me buy you a drink. Right. Is that like the same level of like, I mean, it is in a sense, the same level of, let me buy you a drink. Let me, you know, let me, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. it's like, oh, well, I mean, I don't just need a drink. I need a uh, four course meal. I need this. Then you gonna give me some chicken tenders from the bar too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just a drink. I mean, are you gonna buy a bottle or something? You can get a table or something. Like you know, it's almost right, like you're coming right, at right. that with that energy of just being like, yeah. there always have to, has to be more. And I get wanting more, wanting more mm-hmm. from these niggas or people in general, just because like you just wanting more, just because it's just what you want. But at the same time, how does that benefit mm-hmm. in any way to? Me getting to know you in your mind and, you know, who you are. Like, I can get to know you anywhere. I could stand in this line right now and just talk to you for ages. I'm going to take you on no date. Mm-hmm. I just want to know who you, who you are. are. And if you're only willing to give that up for an expensive dinner, mm-hmm. an expensive night out, mm-hmm. I don't want that. I'm good. You good, baby. 
You could. You don't know what I got in my pockets. I could have tons. I can have buckets and ducats of money mm-hmm. in my pockets. In my pockets. But the fact that you won't even give up, you won't even be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You won't even be, you won't even give up pieces of you mm-hmm. to me simply because I, if, you're, if we're not at our dinner, if I'm not doing enough for mm-hmm. you, you're not even going to give me that satisfaction of getting to know you. That's where it gets a little blurry, this dating right. coach, okay. telling, so. trying to coach someone on that. Right. So okay. let me read you guys two counter arguments. One argument is going against what she's saying, mm-hmm. and the argu- the other argument is going for what she's saying and going against the comment that I'm about to read to you right now. Okay. Okay. So the comment going against what she's saying says, "I agree that women shouldn't lower their standards, but I think it's contradictory to preach." don't take dating too seriously. It's just about me running people. Then say, if you want to be taken seriously, you should get dolled up and be taken out, etc. And then somebody mm-hmm. went under this comment going for Imani and saying, by don't take it too seriously, she means there's no need to imagine yourself walking down the aisle or moving in together. Just take mm-hmm. it slow, have fun. It's not the end of the world. That doesn't mean you can't have standards for your dates. What do you guys think about that? I think it's interesting. I agree with both. I, I, I can agree with the first part wholly mm-hmm. and the second part halfly only mm-hmm. because the way that Imani stepped into the situation mm-hmm. right. wasn't from that standpoint of what was it? What did the person say? They um, said it's not the end of the world. Yeah, it's not, it's the, end not the, end the, world. the world. You're gonna meet more people. You're gonna meet more people, mm-hmm. but she didn't step into that with that. She mm-hmm. stepped into it with a firm grasp on if they're yeah. not doing this for you, then dip. Right. Mm-hmm. Leave them. And I feel like she started off kind of <laughs> in that way. Like, exactly. it's not the end of the world. It's just, you know, dating. Don't see everything so seriously. Take things as they come. But and then, then some, was but, like, but, yeah, but, but they want someone challenged dates, Yeah, but when I'm someone I, something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But when somebody challenged her, she had something to say even right. more that contradicted mm-hmm. her first statement. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, she said, don't take it too seriously. <laughs> I mean, I did say that, but damn, don't take it so lightly that you're only doing coffee dates. Ew. Because we don't do those coffee like, dates here. Okay. Let me read you guys <laughs> some more. <laughs> okay. Okay. This time, the original OP, Imani, responded to this comment. The comment says, LOL. Interesting. It's funny that you seem to think that guys who spend a lot of money on dates still don't devalue, do men, do women dirty the same way. I personally wouldn't opt for a coffee date because it's boring and empty, not because I think I won't be taken seriously. Mm-hmm. And then Imani commented and said, babe, it's not all, it's not a thought like your irrelevant trash that you're dumping in my mentions. It's actually proven every day that I wake up and receive success stories from my clients and followers internationally for years. Hmm. Irrelevant trash. LOL. Nice to see that someone can't handle it being questioned, but hey. But what about yourself? Where's your nigga? Okay. She has niggas. Exactly. Apparently she has this very large uh, dating pool. And I guess that's why she's a dating coach and not a marriage coach or a relationship coach. You always, you got niggas, you got niggas. And the thing is with me, I'm like, okay. So if you out here dating all these niggas. And you out here playing all these niggas, basically. You had a nigga for everything. You had a nigga for good sex. 
You had a nigga for good communication. Mm-hmm. You had a nigga who gives has a gifts. good job. You have a nigga for all Don't for all pockets, all facets of you to fulfill you. You have niggas, uh, plural, mm-hmm. to fulfill you. You got to realize that not, you got to realize that one nigga doesn't come with everything. As much yeah. as we may think, I'm looking for the perfect man. I'm looking for the this and that one man does not come with everything. He will have faults. He will have trials. He will have things he's not good at. It's about the growth. It's about the how he's getting better at this, though. Right. He's doing this, though. He may not be strong in this, but we're going to get him strong in this. Like, and being able to have that connection Mm-hmm. In a way where you feel like you've contributed to him and helped him grow and helped him be the best him he can be. Not only with just him, but outside of him. Even without you, you know that you've added a piece of something into that man. Mm-hmm. That he won't let go. Mm. Not one man will carry all that you're looking for, but there will be one man who carries enough. Exactly. There'll be one mm. man who's willing to put in the work. Mm-hmm. There'll be one man who will be willing to be that man for you and your dream man mm-hmm. in about five to ten years as long as he has that time. But please don't go into situations thinking that just because he's not offering all that I want right now, he's never he going to. Yeah, That's a traumatic, dramatic, just ridiculous. Just automatically pushing yourself away from people. <sighs> yeah, and it's Wanting not... People, right. It's a toxic it mindset. Yeah, and if you're dating then that shouldn't even matter because you're not about to marry this nigga right now (laughs) exactly i'm just we just going out we're gonna see what happens if i like Mm -hmm. you or if not and if not okay bye and if i do then okay we can see where from here and then maybe the next time i can say oh well coffee was cool for the first time but i'm thinking something more like dinner right Blah, blah 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 because i know if it was me personally I just wouldn't be comfortable with like dinner being the first <laughs> date. That's just not dinner for me. That's not just the kind of person that I am like dinner on the first date. I don't know because if I, <sighs> that's, it's too stressful for me. It's too, too intimate for me right off the bat. Like if it was something like coffee or a movie or we'll go to some like museum or something, that's, that's better for me. Mm-hmm. Something small something to get sm- me into yeah. the maybe I might like this guy. Yeah, something small is fine. But I feel like if you're coming off, you know, coming out the gate with, with dinner, at least in my mind, that's something just like a little bit more serious about this person. You know, like you really want it to be something or it has a potential to possibly be something. So I feel like, yeah, that's like a more intimate setting for me. And yeah. mm-hmm. I wouldn't be comfortable with that coming out the bat, like, you know. Mm-hmm. But some might be. I'm just not. Yeah. Everybody is not the same. So would y'all go on a coffee date? Yeah. We gonna go. <laughs> oh, we could go if we. If someone took me to like, you know, the library. Oh Long yeah, Beach. the library. Yeah. Definitely. <sighs> oh, I'd be so happy. That place is nice. <laughs> give me a give me a Vietnamese coffee with my um with yes. my um blueberry bagel with the Amen. cream cheese. Ooh, yeah. Stop it, and we're having a good day. You better speak. This is a great day. You better peach. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, we've run a little long. We have. 
And I think I want to close out the Under Arm Umbrella segment. Actually, no. Oh, just kidding. I'm going to do one thing. Just ask it. Oh. Okay. Is auntie a bad term? No. No. Okay. I think only older women think of it as a bad term because they see it as an age thing where really we mean we mean I really like you. It's more of an endearing I really, thing really than love an age you. thing. Right. I'm being endearing. I'm not being People love their aunties. Mm. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All this came from Ava DuVernay being like, I do not like the term auntie. I don't want to be auntie Am I Ava. Not old? I'm not that I don't old. want I, that age. You're not me. Yada, old, yada, yada. Ava. We love you. There we are kids who are 20, 30, 20, 20 some years old who are aunties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. You're not It's just old. a term of endearment. You could, you could literally be an auntie at any age, yeah. honestly. I have an auntie that's younger than me. Okay. <laughs> so do I. Right. I have an, uh, like, you can have an auntie younger than you and. Mm-hmm. It'd be totally fine. It's not supposed to be disrespecting at all. It's just supposed to be endearing and we love you and we respect you. It's not supposed to be disrespectful. We're just saying that we love you and we're just like, oh, like we We, want you in our family so much that we want, like, we're just like, oh yeah, you're my auntie. It's like, but, but you're the fun auntie. Yeah. You're like the fun aunt. You make really, really good films and Auntie Ava. Yeah, exactly. And like how, we call Maxine Waters Auntie Maxine. Exactly. Like, you know, it's not in a disrespectful. You have so much wisdom. Right. Yeah, it's not in a disrespectful <laughs> right, it's not aging be- of exactly. the woman way. It's more so of a, I really, really enjoy what you do. I stand up for what you do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you're a good time. And you're probably like a good person to be around. If you're in my family, you'd probably be like my favorite aunt. Mm-hmm. Boom. Right. And that's just that. Right, we're not calling you fucking grandmother or grandma or grandma. <laughs> right, we're just calling you grandma right. Ava. Nah, no, no, grandma it. Ava. I feel like that would be you know where you need to be concerned, but we're calling you auntie, and aunties are not always old, so you just mm-hmm. need to like aunties are fun. You're right, aunties are fun. Your auntie, <laughs> all you need to do is call on me, oh my God. and if your mama mad at you. Hmm. I'll take her to the store with me. Hmm. I said, I cannot be your auntie. <laughs> That's from Just Living Baby. Yes, anyway, any closing remarks for our listeners today, you guys? Yeah, ma'am. Like we said, go ahead and pre-order. Um, In case you forgot, go ahead and do that. We promise you will not be disappointed. You will We're already book. in it. We're you in the thick of it. You will be flying through it. I actually had to take a break because I didn't want to read it too fast. I had me to put it down. <laughs> so I took a break and Ooh. I'm going to finish it on the weekend maybe. Maybe. I'm going to get this shit done. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, as always, go ahead and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TBU Podcast. Go ahead and send us an email at the, the black umbrella PC at gmail.com. Let us know any questions that you have, anything you would like us to discuss. Any stories. Any stories that any you comments. have. Any comments. Do Just not text or DM yes. us. Please separately. utilize our email. Yes. Um, utilize the email. We love you guys so much, and we can't wait to have you back we next week you. tell a friend tell a friend word of mouth is the best okay listen word shout of out mouth. to alexa co-worker alexa who told Come her on, friend, alexa. told her friend in vegas to listen to our podcast Come and on. she's been listening to it ever since yes okay thank alexa. you alexa yes thank you. we love her mm. okay y'all adios bye Daddy. bye guys